Welcome to the Voice of Choice Conversations podcast series. This is a podcast series about our beautiful, messy, and imperfect transformational journeys, where we grow and expand and stretch through the power of stories and wisdom and experiences. And we explore our gifts and our purpose, our roles and our fears. We also connect to our higher self while unapologetically stepping into our greatness. And we use energy as our currency and clarity as our lens. And we use all of this to change our current reality into our desired reality. So come and dream big as we bust apart fears and grow wings with our sisters. Good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Voice of Choice Conversation. Today we're going to um, spend some time looking at the complicated relationship between us and food and weight and weight loss and body image. And it's called Detox and Purge Your Mind to Lose Weight. And I'm actually working on a challenge, a Detox Your Mind to Lose Weight challenge. So I'll fill you in on that on the, at the end of the episode. So for those of you who don't know me from my past career life. I was actually in the fitness industry from the time I was 16 until the time I sold my last fitness related business, which was I think at the age of 47 or maybe 50. So I can sort of say I've seen it all and likely taught it all embarrassingly from aerobics to running classes to spin classes to bar classes, step aerobics, nutrition classes, you name it. I've written a book on dysfunctional eating called On a Desperate Journey, and I've worked with women who were suffering with eating disorders and disordered eating. And the one thing I have learned is that each person who struggles or struggled with their weight, whether it's under or over, was trying to feed or starve something other than their stomachs. So likely, if you've chosen to listen to this episode, then the weight loss puzzle has probably been part of your life. And let me, so I want to just like sort of start by asking, how many times have you tried to lose weight only to succumb to basically the willpower and self-sabotage cycle, which I will touch on? And how long does the self-sabotage cycle last? Or how long does the weight loss last? Does it last a week or a month or a day? Um, At some point, I'd love for you to listen to my previous podcast episode called Sheer Will to Free Will, which I believe will really help to support you on this particular journey, anything related to um, to the intense willpower that's required to lose weight. So that's the episode before this one. So what if there was a better way to lose weight and it had nothing to do with the next great program or plan or like the calories in, calories out dance? What if it had to do with intention rather than painful goals? Like I said, I touched on that a lot in the previous episode. What if it was all about what you already know, but have forgotten? So what the hell have I forgotten, Mia? We'll get to that. And please share if you figure it out before the end of this episode. I usually put a question in the, in the um, podcast episode and you can actually answer it um, online. So for just a split second, let's interrupt your belief pattern by answering the question, what would you tell your daughter or your sister or your best friend about their weight? Would you treat them the way you treat yourself, 
And would you talk to them the way the mean girl in your head talks to you? Would you judge them the way you judge yourself? What if we could change our thinking around weight loss from one of skinny or thin to one of healthy and radiant by shifting from the goal of losing weight to the intention of being the best you? Or by shifting from the goal of being skinny to the intention of being healthy? By shifting from the goal of keeping my husband happy or keeping my husband or wife to the intention of finding myself? By shifting the goal of being seen to the intention of being heard? By shifting the goal of reliving the past to the intention of embracing myself now? Or by shifting from the goal of external validation and appearance to the intention of internal peace. Um, This is what we've forgotten, that our weight doesn't define us and our size has nothing to do with our gifts. We are whole and perfect and we've forgotten this because the world has made us believe that skinny is happy and successful and fulfilled. The world is obsessed with a very specific look, and you can fill in the blank as to what that is. So I want to take a quick peek at the self-sabotage cycle. How does your self-sabotage sabotage cycle around weight loss go? So I just created a, a simple example to share with you um, so you can look at your own. And it basically, you can think of it like a clock or a circle. Uh, the trigger starts at 12. And then it works around the clock, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, until the cycle ends and then begins again. So in this example, the person is completely overwhelmed. That's 12 o'clock. So she tells herself or himself, one bowl of ice cream won't matter. The next step, one bowl becomes the rest of the container. The next step, I hate myself because I'm stupid, weak, and pathetic. The next step, she, she or he looks for what else is available and then turns on Netflix to binge watch Sex in the City or whatever so they don't have to think. Next step, they go to bed completely full and furious with themselves. Next step, they can't sleep so they wake up with a sugar-induced, hate-filled hangover. Next step, they vow to do better starting the next Monday because diets always start on a Monday. Refer to previous podcast. <laughs> Uh, next step, they eat their way through the week, even more angry at themselves than ever. Next step, they re-engage, read self-affirmations, go for a walk, start over until they get overwhelmed again. So if we start at the beginning of this example and ask, what is it that's missing in this life or in this example? What is this person not letting go of? Why is it so important? You could ask a hundred questions that would help to unravel the beginning of the cycle. A great question that Michael Beckwith has in his Life Visioning Quest is, if this situation does not change and last would last forever, what quality or qualities must I embody in order to have peace of mind? So now let's try rephrasing that question around weight. If I'm doing everything I can within a healthy scope and my weight isn't what I want, what quality must I embody to have peace of mind? Is your body working just as hard to stay where it is as you are 
trying to make it something it isn't meant to be? I'd like to ask you what is more important, thin or healthy? And what is more realistic, healthy or thin? I I often think of the matrix when they had the blue-red pill uh, example. And I used to ask this question quite a bit in my transformation program. If you could take a pill and be skinny for five years at all costs, would you take it? And it was remarkable how many people would say yes. That's how important skinny has become to this planet. So let's look at purging and detoxifying your environment in order to lose weight. What are you watching on TV? Seriously. What are you watching on Netflix? What or who are you following on IG and on Instagram and Facebook or TikTok or whatever? And do they trigger you? What magazines are you reading? What books are you reading? What does your closet look like? Are you hanging on to your skinny clothes from 1974 that you eventually plan to get into? Mm, might, might be time to purge. What messages do you leave around for yourself to see? How are your thoughts helping or hindering? All of this contributes and influences the way you are looking at yourself through a veil that simply isn't real. I watched a recent interview with Oprah and Adele when she had her One Night with Adele concert. And Oprah, it was interesting, she kind of landed on the topic of Adele's weight, which is a big controversy right now. She was um, a, a little bit of a bigger woman, and then all of a sudden she became this smaller woman, and the whole world was watching and body shaming her and doing all that kind of stuff. And she had the most incredible answer to Oprah's question around her weight. She said her weight has never been an issue to her, only to everyone else. I thought that was pretty profound. When I first started my fitness career, um, I was very young, like 19 years old, when I first started teaching aerobics. And I was taught by twin sisters that were 250 pounds each. And they would take turns... um, you know, co-teaching these aerobics classes that were sold out because these two women, they were 500 pounds between the two of them. And I tell you, they could kick my ass in a class. So, you know, it that, that whole concept of fit comes in all shapes. Um, I share the 100-pound weight loss story in my last episode, which is very, very important. My dear friend Melanie once said, I have clothes to cover my imperfections, and that's all I need talk about a healthy approach to body image. And I'm not immune to the thoughts or feelings either. My body's changed. I can't eat as much as I used to eat. I used to be able to eat anything I wanted to. Not that I chose to do that, but I could if I wanted to. My exercise has changed. My, you know, I've had five knee, knee surgeries. I've, um, I've got arthritis in certain tar- parts of my body. I just, I can't do the things that I used to be able to do at the level I used to be able to do them. My energy has changed. My sleep has changed. I'm squishy in places I didn't think I was capable of squish. And everything is heading south, just like the cartoons say. And I am so grateful for my health and my body's ability to perform so many different activities and sports even if it's different than it was in my 40s or 30s or 20s. I appreciate my health and my body more than I ever have. Before, I simply took it all for granted. When we have a heightened focus and expectation on food and exercise, it becomes a chore. And when we focus on our health and our personal respect and boundaries and self-love, 
It becomes a journey. Understanding the deeper why and the rest unfolds. Your mind is what's hungry, not your stomach. So what's it hungry for? Is it hungry for love or happiness or adventure or peace, calm, fulfillment, freedom, inspiration, understanding? How is food ever going to satisfy that hunger? It's a distraction from the deep feelings that are persistently scratching at the surface. And if we keep eating, we keep swallowing the feelings and feeding the hunger for a moment. Then the self-sabotage sabotage cycle starts all over again and boom, we are right back into the cycle. So what would it be like to face the discomfort or the unhappiness or discontentment or disappointment and unfulfillment? What would happen if we actually starved those feelings by feeding the emotions of love and happiness for yourself? We are actually in charge of our lives, even if we think we aren't. We can blame everyone around us for our current reality, or we can change our current reality. You see, weight loss isn't so much about losing weight. It's about losing the thoughts that create the reality that have us feel like we need a legal distraction away from the unhappiness. And food is the most highly acceptable and readily available narcotic on the planet. McDonald's costs five bucks for an instant fix. Ben and Jerry will sell you a bucket of misery for six bucks. The colonel will happily salute you as you wander off with three days worth of calories in one sitting. And a chocolate bar will give you maybe 40 seconds of bliss before you crash land back into reality. And of course, food is important. I love food and I love to cook and I love to entertain and I love interesting food. foods. It's one of the great pleasures of life and travel and adventure and celebrations and entertaining. The question is, who is the master? If food is a master, maybe it's time to look behind the curtain to understand why. This is where the power of coaching comes in. If you have been trying to lose the weight for years, let's look at the entire situation from a totally different perspective. Let's unravel how it began so we can break the belief system that has you stuck. Let's identify your triggers and your personal judgments and replace them with healthy methods of healing so you can start feeding yourself rather than your stomach. Let's move stuck energy energy you're holding onto around your weight and your relationship with food. And let's look at your self-sabotage cycle. Seriously, what would you prefer someone read on your headstone? She was miserable, hungry, and exhausted, but she was skinny. (laughs) Or she was an incredible human being that impacted everyone around her. I know this is a touchy subject. I just want to finish by asking you, what are you hungry for? And if you don't know, let's chat. I create space for people to find answers to questions they've never considered. And my background in health and fitness gives me the experience and the wisdom to be able to combine it with the power of coaching. So I don't know when you're listening to this, if it's two years down the road or five years down the road or yesterday or tomorrow, but I will be offering a challenge, a detox the mind challenge in order to lose weight. And it's going to be four Mondays starting February 28th at 6pm. You can reach out to me if you want to learn more. Um, Please join me in the Voice of Choice Conversations 
closed Facebook page and also on Spotify. If you go to any of my social media pages, there's a link tree in my bio. You can click it and it will give you access to all of those things. Or simply reach out. We can book a call if you're ready to really start to change the way, the trajectory of your future. Let's start working together and get this train on the track. So as always, thank you for taking the time to listen and download and share. Um, my my passion is to to help in any way that I possibly can, not just others, but myself at the same time. So it's always an honor when anyone takes the time to listen to anything I have to say. So have a happy day, and I look forward to chatting with you again very soon.